and welcome to another episode of Butterfly Kisses, A Journey of Spiritual Transformation. I am your host, Amy Gray Cunningham, and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you've had a wonderful time eating turkey and stuffing and all the trimming with family and friends. I pray that everyone who hears this message today has been blessed in one way or another by a loved one or has been a blessing to someone else or possibly, hopefully, even both. I know by the time this episode airs, my family and I will have come together around Herbert the turkey. Yes, I do name my turkeys. And we've shared in some love and memories, and we've told countless stories, some for probably the hundredth time about past holidays together. And we've laughed and cried, and we've missed those who couldn't be with us over the holidays. But Thanksgiving is such an amazing time. And this year, especially especially. I am so very thankful for my family and friends and for all of you. Thank you for being here and for joining me on this Thanksgiving weekend and for this very special episode today. Can you believe that this is our 19th episode? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I started this podcast, Butterfly Kisses, back in May. And to be honest with you, I had no idea what to expect, but at the first of the year, I literally heard I needed to start this podcast. So I did it. Took my time. Obviously, if I heard the first of the year, I was need, I needed to start a podcast and it didn't get off the ground until May that I kind of dragged my feet a little bit, but that's okay. I didn't realize though, when I started it exactly what God had in store for me. Not at all. And I guess that's usually what happens, right? We don't normally know what, what God has in store, so which is amazing. But in the first episode of Butterfly Kisses, I talked about my why behind starting Butterfly Kisses. And I actually listened to that episode this morning just to remind myself of my why. And I was like, wow, yeah, because part of it was to explore spirituality and what actually happens when or after we die, the afterlife. And I thought that was pretty interesting because a month after that episode dropped, my husband, Chuck, crossed over, or what I like to call now, he refocused his energy from this world back into the spirit world. And I had no idea at that time that I would literally be living this crazy reality of heaven on earth. Yeah. Chuck's passing left me questioning a lot about my faith and about what life means for me. And so today I'm going to talk a little bit about that, that world that Chuck's crossing has left for me. Um, Chuck is my best friend. He's my partner in life and he's my partner in death. He's taught me a lot. He's taught me a lot. And for a long time now, I've had this gift of being able to hear spirit. <laughs> Whether some people call it a gift or not, I don't know. <laughs> but when my grandmother passed, she came to me to say goodbye. 
And that was the first time I can remember seeing quote unquote, a ghost. (laughs) But I know as a child, I always had, you know, invisible friends that, that now I believe to have been angels or spirits. And as I got older, as they say, I put away childhood things or child childish things and chose not to believe in those invisible spirits anymore, those invisible friends. But I really believe that they were, they were my angels or my spirit guides that I played with and talked to. My grandmother and I, even as a child, we always had a very special connection. And when she passed, that connection grew even stronger. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, she still sends me pennies as a reminder that she continues to work with me in this world. And she is still one of my guides. And then of course, there's my dad whom, you know, I believe has grown spiritually by working with me and other family members, not just me in both the spirit and the physical world. Because I believe that just because we leave this body, it doesn't mean we stop our spiritual evolution. We continue growing. My father has helped me heal many of my demons as I've helped him. And he sends me butterflies as signs that he's around and still present in my life. And sometimes I get butterflies as, you know, signs and emails, or I get butterflies and signs on cards, or I get an actual butterfly that shows up at, you know, in the middle of winter when butterflies aren't supposed to be around. So it's really kind of cool when you're open to the signs from, from the, the spirit world, what, what happens. And it's just, it's amazing. But when Chuck unexpectedly left this physical world, I knew he would find a way to connect with me because of the connection I had with my father and my grandmother. And he has, he has found some very interesting ways to connect. And I'll explain some of his little funny antics here in a minute, because some of them has been really funny. When Chuck was in the physical body, he didn't necessarily believe in an afterlife. And he actually told me once that when you die, you die. There is just nothing else. You just die. He didn't believe in a spirit life. He didn't believe in angels. He didn't believe in in life after this life. And I, I, and I just didn't believe that. And I told him, how can you believe that? How, how could I believe that? Especially with my experience with my dad and my grandmother, I just, and, and my experience with, with, with God, how could I believe that? but I honestly didn't expect to experience what happened after he had crossed. It has opened my life, my spiritual life, my intuition, my, my mind in ways that I've never thought were possible. So I believe that life is is like an onion. I mean, we're constantly peeling back the layers and revealing more and more of its beauty and it's, it's, it's like um, this, the story of the, you know, the, the pearl in, in the oyster and how a pearl is made where it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit of sand that gets stuck in the oyster and the oyster finds it as an irritant and it secretes this fluid and covers it. And it's constantly changing this piece of sand or irritant into something amazingly beautiful, a pearl. And life is just this way, you know, we are constantly changing and growing and seeing situations, people, opportunities from a different perspective. And we become like this pearl. It's something that starts off as an irritant can become something beautiful if we allow it to. 
And on June 5th of this year, Chuck closed his eyes in this physical world and reopened his eyes in the spiritual world. He was reborn, literally. I feel sure of it. And I'm sure he felt amazing as if he was lighter and freer and somehow a new man. And he was probably thinking, look at me, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Can't you see me? I'm still alive. I'm free. I'm free. I know that's what he was saying. I'm not in that body anymore. I'm not trapped. Look at me. Because in this lifetime, he had so many regrets and pains that he carried with him and it weighed him down. And I felt that within him. And there were things that he carried with him, excuse me, things that I personally don't feel were his responsibility. But he had such a big heart that he never wanted to disappoint anyone, especially those he loved or cared about. And when his sister Fran passed, he felt like he let her down. When his mother passed, he felt like he let her down. And when his father passed, he felt like he let him down. And he never learned how to grieve their loss in his life. He never learned how to process it emotionally, physically, or spiritually. And I don't know if whether it was pride or whether he felt he needed to be strong for me or for his sons, or whether he, he felt that suffering and silence was some form of penitence that he, he needed to do because he didn't feel like he, 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 like he had lived up to some image in his head. I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know for sure. But I know that these demons weighed him down and there were probably a whole lot more demons than I was even aware of. But I'm sure he didn't believe in a lot of the signs his sister sent us. And I know that for sure, because one time she actually set off the fire alarm at 3 a.m. in the morning. And it was... A female voice had come over the fire alarm telling us it was time to wake up, that there was a fire, wake up, wake up. And our fire alarm was not voice activated. It was just a regular fire, you know, smoke detector on the ceiling. It was not voice activated, but yet there was a female voice that came over saying, wake up, wake up. Yeah. To me, that was a clear sign. <laughs> Uh, and of course there was no fire. And of course, Chuck did not take that as a sign. He just took that darn fire alarm off the ceiling. Yep. That was, that was his, his, uh, the way he, he handled that situation. And I don't know whatever he thought, what he thought about that, but to me, that was a clear sign. So, but, uh, the way he dealt with it was he, he drank a lot and he drank a lot to quiet the voices in his head. And I know that it's okay for me to share this because I feel like he's told me that this was okay because this was part of the pain that he had. And um, he felt so much pain from the losses and the things that he's he experienced in his life that he had, he tried to numb that by drinking. And I tried to help him so many times, but only he could, could help himself. And he just wasn't ready. And he wasn't ready until he refocused until he woke up. And to be honest with you, that day, on that day, I didn't think I was going to lose him. I thought we were going to the hospital and everything would be okay. And at times I still feel like he's going to walk through that door and all this is just going to be a bad dream and I'm going to wake up. Yep. 
But the thing is, I'm learning is that this is all a dream. Life is a dream. And when we wake up, we wake up in heaven and that is the real world. <laughs> and I know some people are like, what in the world is she saying? That is like the strangest thing in the world for somebody to say, because I didn't believe it. And this is one of the things that I'm learning. I know it sounds strange to hear me say, but you know, how can we say that something we can't touch, taste, or see with our five senses can be real? And so let me ask you, why can't it be real? Why can't it be real? We can't touch or see the internet, but we still believe it's real. We see the results. We can't see or touch the person on the phone that's talking to us when they call, but we know that it's real because we can hear him coming through. How can, because I can't necessarily hear Chuck through a phone, why is it not real that I don't hear his voice now? I still see the results of him in my life. So I know that it is real. I am, ex and I'll explain those results here in just a few minutes, but I'm experiencing or I'm, I'm discovering through my experience with Chuck that just because we leave our physical bodies, we don't die. Who we are continues to live on. And Chuck still talks to me. I hear him in my head as if he's standing right here with me. He sends me signs just as, just when I need them. Uh, in a previous episode, I talked about uh, the adventures of the traveling feather. <laughs> and I find this feather in the strangest of places. And this is the feather. If any, if you're watching the video, you can see the feather right here that travels in the stream that sits right here normally, but sometimes I'll find it in the weirdest of places all across the house. You know, Chuck opens doors, um, literally, or he closes doors sometimes. I've had the bathroom door closed in the mornings when I wake up and I did not close the door before I went to bed. And he tells me things I couldn't possibly have known any by any other means, but from him. And he's actually fixed my refrigerator once. Yep. He's actually fixed the refrigerator. That was, that still blows my mind, still blows my mind. And whenever I think about this not being real, I think about that refrigerator being fixed. And I know that that's real because of the, the event the sign that happened. And I believe that our souls are just like everything else in this world is energy and energy cannot be destroyed. It cannot be, it, it just, it can only be transformed into something else. And our bodies are the vessels that allow us to experience ourselves in this three dimensional world. And we get to create whatever we want in this world by the power of our thoughts and our actions. We are the powerful creators, just like the one who created us. God's energy runs through us, through this body, through this, through our souls. God is us. And I used this analogy of the lake before, where God is the lake and we are all part of this, his vast ocean. And just because we are put into this vessel, this body, or just because we put the water from the ocean into another vessel, this body, we don't stop being the ocean water. We're just ocean water in a body. We're just God in a body experiencing ourselves. And I had it explained to me 
and it made sense. And I'm going to try to explain it to you, but it's like our lives are like a play and we are the characters or actors that experience the play. We are the actors on stage in this lifetime. And in this lifetime, I'm playing a cute white woman and with a modest background that has certain privileges. You know, that's the lifetime I'm playing. That's the act I'm playing right now. In another lifetime, I may have played a serial killer on death row. Or maybe in another lifetime, I played a nun. That could have been an interesting, maybe I was a flying nun. Who knows? You know, I could have been, you know, who knows? Maybe I was a singer in another lifetime. I don't know. But each lifetime, I gain a new perspective about myself as spirit. And that's spirit with a capital S. We become more aware of ourselves as spirit as we lose focus of the physical or the attachment to the physical, as we lose the need to be white or black or brown or male or female or this or that, as we just become I am. We are spirit having a physical experience. We are here to experience ourselves and to be joyful. We are here to love. Loving one another has been one of my biggest lessons in this lifetime so far. Loving myself as well. (laughs) And allowing myself to be just where I'm at, no matter where or what I'm doing. I have gotten mad at Chuck for leaving me. I have screamed at him. I have cried. I have thrown things. I have gotten mad at God. I have cursed. I've stomped my feet. I've gotten drunk and I've refused to feel. <laughs> Literally, I've accepted. I have loved. I have found perfect purpose at times too. I have laughed at memories and have cried at them as well. But I am experiencing all of it. And it is completely okay. Let me repeat that. I am experiencing all of it. And it is completely okay. It is. I still hear Chuck and my grandmother and my dad and my uncles because I choose to. And I'm open to the possibility of connection to the other side or this very thin veil that is right there. And I talk to all of them as if they're right here with me because they are right here with us. And if there's one thing that I can leave you with, if you are grieving a loved one, if you have lost someone that you've loved Talk to them. Open the door to possibilities that they are listening to you and that they do want to communicate and that they do want to help you in this lifetime, that they do want to share in your experiences, all of your experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's okay to feel what you're feeling and to go through what you're going through. And to know that you are love. 
me repeat that again, to know that you are love, L-O-V-E. God is love. You are God. You are love. That's one of the things I'm learning right now and trying to accept at the same time and know that I am the creator of my own experience and that whatever it is I want to experience today is completely up to me. I wake up in the mornings sometimes and I'm like, okay, what is it I want to experience today? Sometimes it's, I just want to be pissed off. (laughs) Okay. Well, if that's going to further where I want to go, then I'm going to be pissed off today. And sometimes I wake up and I want to be joyful and okay, I'm going to be joyful today. And there are times where I just get so mad because life is so different and it's not the way that I wanted it to be because Chuck and I were supposed to be married for 50 plus years. And you know what? Chuck and I will still be married for 50 plus years. We're still together. We're still best friends. We're still partners in life and in death. And if I go on to love another, I know Chuck will pick that person for me, that soul for me. He is one of my guides now. He is one of my... He experiences everything with me too. And I love him more and more every day for that. And I can feel him around me right now. So who knows where I'll be in another seven, eight months. And hopefully in May of 2022, when we're celebrating a year of having butterfly kisses as a podcast, we will see where we'll be at that point. And maybe we'll be celebrating another milestone. I hope we will be. (laughs) And I hope that you will all still be with me and enjoying this podcast. And we will have more guests on talking about some other fun and interesting topics as we try to uncover this wonderful world that we are living in and the afterlife and the angels and all sorts of crazy wild topics. So please stay tuned and stay with us and always remember to spread your gorgeous wings and continue flying my friends. Thank you and happy Thanksgiving. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Butterfly Kisses, A Journey of Spiritual Transformation. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. This way you won't miss it when a new episode is released. Also join me on the Facebook page at Butterfly Kisses Podcast. Here we can continue the conversations we've been discussing on these podcasts, and you can also ask questions of our guests as well. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Akashic Record readings, you can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me on the Facebook page, or you can do so by visiting my website at amygraycunningham.com. Again, thank you, and remember, always spread your gorgeous wings, my friend, and fly. Until next time, see ya.